We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. An opportunity for Luka Doncic and the Mavericks to take the lead and now win the game. Double team. Dinwiddie. Buzzer beater. Spencer Dinwiddie has done it again. This dude has got a home with the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, this is Spencer Dinwiddie and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Mass Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. This is technically another extension of morning coffee with Math Step Back, but it's a little bit later than usual because it's the weekend. Uh, it's Saturday, so it doesn't really feel you know the same as, <laughs> as what I do during the week. But anyway, we're here. Uh, we've got a big game tonight uh, between the Mavs and the Utah Jazz. Unfortunately, Luka is going to be out for this one. Christian Wood and Maxi Kleba are also out uh, with their injuries. So the Mavs are going to be extremely shorthanded yet again. Uh, but hopefully, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie and the rest of the guys can put together a similar effort uh, that they did when they defeated the Phoenix Suns on on Thursday night in Phoenix. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie coming off a 36.9 assists, six rebound performance, uh, his best of the season so far. Uh, and he was five points away from tying a career high. So here's to hoping that Spencer Dinwiddie uh, can repeat uh, what he did in Phoenix. So the ball's going to be in his hands. Uh, I have a feeling that we're going to – eventually see a little bit more Jaden Hardy in this one now that I've said it out loud uh, Jason Kidd will probably listen to this and not play him at all so uh, if that happens I'm sorry that I jinxed it for everybody but uh, I'd like to see the youngster you know have a have a good opportunity especially with Luca out why not why not give the guy that led the the G League in scoring when he was down there why not give him an opportunity uh, you know, to just go out there and learn. I mean, the chances are, I mean, the Mavs are eight-point underdogs, almost eight-point underdogs to the Jazz tonight anyway. I mean, why not put the rookie out there and just and just see what happens? Your, your, your chances of winning aren't very good without Luka, and that's just a statistical thing. That's not me being a hater. 
uh, and just, you know, I'm not having faith in the Mavs. It's just, it's just fact, you know, it's <laughs> by the numbers, it's going to be very hard uh, for the Mavs to beat the Jazz without Luka. So put the young guys in there, let them, let them learn a little bit. Uh, even if they don't do well, it's a learning experience. You got to have real NBA minutes uh, to develop and get to where you need to be. Uh, but very excited about about Jaden Hardy. Uh, I'm also very excited about Josh Green and his development. He missed about 20 games uh, due to an elbow sprain, but he's come back and hasn't skipped a beat. Uh, his shooting percentages are just you know insane. If you're uh, comparing them to where he started at as a rookie under Rick Carlisle. Uh, it's been great to see him develop under Jason Kidd and his coaching staff. So um, just a little bit about Green because it feels like I haven't really talked about him a lot uh, this year. But his rookie year, he only played in 39 games. Uh, he averaged just 2.6 points a game and shot 45% from the field, uh, 16% from three. (laughs) So, uh, very limited opportunity for the former number 18 overall pick for the Mavs in 2020. And then his second season, last year, he played nearly double uh, the amount of games in Jason Kidd's first year, uh, 67 games. His minutes, four more minutes a game, uh, he upped it to 4.8 points per game. And then his, his here's where the percentages started going up. He went from 45% shooting to 51% shooting overall. He went from 16% sh- shooting uh, on threes to 36%. And now, this season, in 30 games played, he's averaging nearly 8 points a game. So he's almost doubled his production there again. And his shooting percentages have skyrocketed yet again. Uh, 57% from the field, up from 51, and then from 36% from three to 45.5. So Josh Green, he has had gradual improvement every single year, Uh, and he keeps getting better, and he's still really young. He's just 22 years old. So uh, the Mavs have something there. I'm really excited about Josh Green going forward, uh, you know, assuming – assuming he sticks around and isn't part of any kind of, you know, big trades that, that we don't see coming. But uh, I'm glad that he's finally, you know, working out for the Mavs because people were very upset, uh, you know, that the Mavs passed on Tyrese Maxey and Desmond Bain and, you know, a handful of guys that have had a faster start to their careers. Uh, and, you know, those guys still, you know, are probably better players – overall right now than green is but uh green was so young and he's still so young i think you know you have to give certain guys a handful of years to see exactly what they can be and i think we're just kind of you know scratching uh scratching the surface of what of what green could potentially be going forward so really excited about that anyway i didn't plan to get off on a a a josh green tangent there but uh you know, sometimes it just happens. Um, okay, so just a, a brief recap. I wanted to go over what happened in the NBA on Friday night before we get into some other math stuff, uh, you know, with them playing the Jazz. Uh, okay, so the Milwaukee Bucks, they beat the Indiana Pacers on Friday night, 141-131. to 131. 
continuing a trend of like every night there's at least a couple games that have outrageous point totals uh, in regulation. Like, like the, the, these games aren't going into overtime. <laughs> there, there's just an insane amount of points being scored. So the Mavs defense has really stunk lately, aside from the last game in Phoenix. But uh, you know, it, it's it seems to be a league wide thing. It's not just a Mavs problem. Uh, the Timberwolves, they defeated the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, 111 to 100. Uh, a, a fun th- uh, well, it's not fun, but there is an interesting thing I saw about the Grizzlies, and this hasn't been proven yet, so I don't want it to, you know, I don't want y'all to say that I said this is for sure happening, but it was really interesting. There was a, a post on Reddit. Uh, from a user, and it's like it's going viral right now. It's got like 20k upvotes in just a few hours. Like it's taken off, and uh, supposedly, uh, one Reddit user uh, said he has discovered that the Grizzlies' home scorekeeper is potentially. Uh, let's see, the word Doctor Guru on Twitter used was embellishing uh, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s blocks, blocks and steal stats. Man, that could be that could be a crazy scandal if that if that turns out to be true. Uh, that's that's pretty insane. The Grizzlies they've already started to kind of become a team that uh you know people don't really like uh, because they're they're so confident and forthcoming with uh, what's the word? It's not really the confidence, it's the cockiness because they really haven't won anything, but they, they act as if they have, and I think that's what a lot of people don't like about them. Uh, I personally like Ja Morant. Uh, I, I kind of like the, the makeup of their team overall, but I do see how they could rub people the wrong way you know, with how they act, especially since they haven't won anything. It's kind of like the same same concept as why you know a lot of people don't like the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of that same same situation there. So, uh, okay, the Miami Heat beat the Orlando Magic, uh, one ten to one hundred five. The Oklahoma City Thunder defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers, one twelve to one hundred. And then the Golden State Warriors beat the Toronto Raptors, one twenty nine to one seventeen. Um, so that's everything that went on around the league on Friday night. And then, obviously, tonight we've got Mavs and Jazz. That'll be an 8 p.m. Central Time start at Vivint Arena. And like I said, the Jazz, they're 7.5 favorites in that one. So um, it'll be interesting. It's already hard. It, it's, it's really tough to play in Utah, uh, even if Luka was healthy with this with this roster because – you know, uh, th- this roster already has limitations, even if fully healthy. So playing in Utah without your top two scores um, and your arguably your best post defender in, in Maxi, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be really tough. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Thursday night in Phoenix is a prime example of why we watch all these games, no matter what the circumstances, because you just never know what's going to happen around the NBA. Um, other games, it's it's a jam-packed action night for the NBA, but uh, we get started early at 2 p.m. on ABC. The Denver Nuggets are playing the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid versus 
Nikola Jokic. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one. I'm gonna tune into that one. Uh, 4:30 on ABC. We've got the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. That'll be a really fun one as well. Uh, then 6 p.m. we got the Houston Rockets and the Detroit Pistons. And then also in that 6 p.m. range, you got the Bulls and the Magic. And then the Clippers are playing the Hawks. So um, I'm not interested in those 6 p.m. games, the Rockets versus Pistons with Bulls and Magic. But that 6:30 Clippers Hawks game, you know that'll be a that'll be a fun one to tune into. Uh, you know before the Mavs get things going later tonight. Uh, and then another one. It might be interesting, which, well, I actually think the Kings probably run away with this one, but uh, the Sacramento Kings are playing the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves at 7 p.m. tonight as well. Um. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And honestly, that's one of those games where you don't know what would be better for the Mavs because, you know, the Timberwolves are kind of on the Mavs' tail. They're only a half game behind the Mavs, and they have a 26-25 record. So if they lose, it kind of takes some pressure off of the Mavs in the West standings. But then you look at the Kings, they're 27-20. and 20. Uh, so, you know, the, the Mavs are only 2.5 games behind the third-place Kings in the West. So it's like, <laughs> do you want the Kings to lose? And, you know, it gets you closer to climbing up those those standings in, a, you know, in the, the top three range? Or, you know, do you want to keep the, the teams behind you off your tail a little bit more? So uh, that's, that's something to keep in mind uh, with these games tonight. And then... Uh, we got the Washington Wizards versus the New Orleans Pelicans at, at Smoothie King Center, my my favorite place because I only live about eh, about an hour and a half away from there. Love going to uh, to Mavs Pels games when they play in this area. Um, Phoenix Suns play the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, the Spurs have been mega tanking lately, so it wouldn't shock me if the Suns end up winning in a blowout, especially coming off that disappointing loss they had to the shorthanded Mavs two days ago. But, hey, hey, who knows? The the Suns, they have, they've been really weird this year, so I guess anything is possible. <laughs> uh, 7.30 on ABC. It's the final game on ABC today. 
the Lakers and the Celtics. That could be fun. Uh, the the Celtics are eight point five favorites right now, but you know the Lakers they've been they've been playing better, a little bit better lately, and Anthony Davis is back, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Um, and then obviously I've already mentioned Mavs Jazz, and then the night finishes off at uh, nine p.m. when the Toronto Raptors play the Portland Trailblazers. Um, so that's everything that is happening on this. Beautiful Saturday, really nice weather, at least where I'm at. Uh, and, you know, it, hopefully the Mavs can come out and and get a win. If they don't, you know, it's not like I'm not going to panic uh, because I, I really don't expect them to win this game. But, you know, I didn't expect them to win the last game either, and they did. So maybe they can string some, some things together and, and push one out. So, uh one thing I liked about that last game is how they pulled together defensively and played on a string. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie has not been good defensively uh, for the majority of this season, honestly. He's had a good offensive season, but his defense has not been good at all. So the fact that they were able to hold the Phoenix Suns to 95 points with Dinwiddie playing 40 minutes uh, was pretty pretty cool. I mean, that was that was nice to see, and it gives you some hope that you know things can change going forward. Um, you guys, be sure to go to DallasBasketball.com. Uh, if there is anything trade rumor related, like if there is just a if, if a blade of grass blows, uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna cover it at DallasBasketball.com. We have a NBA trade rumor tracker set up over there and we're also doing just like individual pieces for example uh, my guy uh, Michael Mulford who joined our team uh, at the end of last year he just wrote a piece uh, the title is third times a charm why math should trade for net Seth Curry uh, it's basically an extension of uh, Kevin O'Connor for the ringer he mentioned that uh, the Nets are potentially, you know, they could potentially trade a, a handful of players on their roster, and Seth Curry is one of those players. Uh, and so Mulf, he, he went in there and uh, gave two different uh, trade options that would, uh, three-team trades that could net the Mavs Seth Curry for his third stint in Dallas. Uh, I like it. I won't spoil the, uh, you know, the actual trade ideas that he proposed there because uh, I want you guys to go read it if you're interested, but uh, I would very much welcome a third stint for Seth Curry in Dallas. You know, they, they need the playmaking. Uh, the shooting definitely doesn't hurt. I believe he's like the third or fourth highest three-point shooter in the league right now percentage-wise. So it'd be nice to have Seth back in Dallas. I'd, you know, given what they traded him for the first time, uh, it's kind of a, it was kind of a head scratcher because Josh Richardson was a bust uh, in Dallas, and then that other pick they got that turned into Tyler Bay, he's no longer on the team either. So uh, I would very much welcome Seth Curry back to Dallas. And look, we're under two weeks until the trade deadline now, so things are going to start picking up. Uh, you know, we've heard we've heard stuff about the Mavs being linked to. Uh, you know, Cam Reddish with the Knicks, uh, Fred Van Fleet with the Toronto Raptors, uh, you know, Kevin O'Connor, 
uh, on his podcast with Chris Vernon uh, the other day, and I'm in a group chat on on Twitter that you know they were kind of talking about this, uh, but you know they were talking about OG Ananobi, and even though KOC wasn't reporting this, he kept mentioning Dallas, you know, as a as a potential trade option, you know, a team that would want uh, OG Ananobi and could use him a lot. And he mentioned Dallas multiple times, and everybody's just like, well, huh. Like, you know, why is he mentioning Dallas so much? Does he know something? He's just not reporting it yet. Now, me personally, I think Ananobi is a little rich for the Mavs' blood, given their, uh, you know, their lack of picks that they can throw at Toronto right now. But I guess anything can happen. So that might be something that, you know, uh, the Mavs could potentially work out. And it would be great if they could because Ananobi is one of the best defenders in the league. Uh, and he's got some good offensive game as well. He'd fit like a glove uh, next to Luka Doncic. So uh, we got the Chicago Bulls situation that we keep looking at. Uh, they have, you know, really underperformed this year. They're sitting outside the play-in range altogether with a 22 and 26 record. Uh, they've lost two in a row. I don't know, man. I, it's just. It just feels like it's time for the the Bulls to blow things up, and I think they will. I think they will. Uh, whether it's Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, you know, other guys on the roster, I think, I think they're going to be the anti-Washington Wizards. You know, the Wizards they're they're tied with the Bulls right now with a twenty-two and twenty-six record, but you have Tommy Shepard, the <laughs> the Wizards GM, coming out and saying that he believes that. You know, his big three in this team is better than what they've shown in years past. And he said that for like a bazillion years now. So, uh, unlike the Wizards who refuse to blow things up ever, I think the Chicago Bulls are about to blow it up because uh, they're just they're just not going in the right direction. They were considered a title contender at one point last year, and that is completely gone. Like, there's there's no shot of that now, it feels like. So, uh, lots of different things to keep an eye on, uh, you know, with the Mavs, particularly with, uh, Christian Wood, he's still out with a thumb fracture for at least one more week. Uh, so he, they could just be holding, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a conspire, yeah, I'm not conspiring here, but, uh, you know, if there is a chance that he's going to be traded, and, you know, if they're not going to work out a contract extension, it doesn't make sense to rush him back from an injury like this, you know, to where he's injured heading up to the trade deadline and nobody wants to trade for him. So even if he could play right now, uh, it, it's probably best to be cautious, you know, just in case. <laughs> just in case he ends up being part of a trade or something. I hope it doesn't happen. I, you know, ideally, I would like the Mavs and Christian Wood to work out an extension because he fits so well with Luka. I don't know that he is – I mean, he's obviously not the, the second star, so to speak, but he is a really good player, uh, and he's a really good fit next to Luka, and I hope they keep him because I don't think the Mavs are a title contender with Seawood as your second best player, but hey – if he's your third or fourth best player, you know, you, you got something going there. You're cooking then. So, uh, 
And then, you know, in the offseason, the Mavs will have more of an ability to get a guy who can be the second star next to Luka or a co-star even. So um, I really hope they work it out. If not, I hope they do get something back of value on the trade market so it doesn't turn into another Jalen Brunson situation where he leaves for nothing. That's the nightmare scenario. The Mavs can't afford, especially since they use a first-round pick, uh, you know, to get Wood. I know they say, oh, well, you know, we got Jaden Hardy in the second round. We traded back in the second round, and we had him, you know, ranked 19th on our board, so it's kind of like we still had our first round. I, I get that, but, you know, you still traded a first-round pick for Christian Wood. You could have kept that first-round pick and still traded into the second round to get Jaden Hardy if you wanted to. Uh, so that's the thing. You trade a first-round pick for Wood, you need to try to make it work out. And if they can't, they're going to have to trade him and, you know, get some sort of value back to where you're not losing him for nothing because it really hurt Dallas losing Jalen Brunson uh, for nothing. You know, not just losing him. I mean, that hurts too, but not getting anything back in return is just abysmal. Like, it's just – I don't know, man. It Every time I watch Jalen Brunson play these days, I just get really, really sad, so – I, I try not to think about it too much. But, guys, look, I appreciate y'all coming in here and listening to me ramble today. Uh, my guy, Drew, Drew Johnson, he's going to be back with me uh, next week. He's been busy because, obviously, he's a coach. He it, It's in the middle of the season for his team. So, um, he's been busy doing that stuff. He'll be back with me next week. I'm also going to try to sprinkle in, you know, some of our other DallasBasketball.com guys joining me. Uh, Grant Afseth, who all of you love, he's you know really blown up on Mavs Twitter this year and done an incredible amount of work. You know, he, he's really versatile. I, I know you guys already know this probably, but uh, he's had a lot of exclusives this year, and there's probably more coming after the uh, the All Star break, uh, and then you know just general game analysis stuff and even the trade stuff. I mean, he can kind of do a little bit of everything, and then. Uh, my guy, uh, Michael Mulford, who I mentioned earlier, I'm going to try and get him on here as well. Um, guys, I appreciate it. Uh, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for a chance to win future giveaways. Uh, if you do that, if you leave a review, you will automatically be entered for a chance to win our future uh, t-shirt or ticket giveaways and then we have currently we have a uh, giveaway going for a Luka Doncic City Edition jersey it's the cool ones they got this year that kind of retro uh, the Metroplex uh, jerseys so be sure to go look at that I have it pinned on the Step Back account at Step Back Mavs on Twitter Go check that out and do uh, what's necessary to enter yourself for a chance to win that really cool free jersey. And then also go to my Twitter page, at Dalton underscore Trig, and look at my pinned tweet there. We're doing watch parties for every single game for the rest of the season. Uh, that's, you know, regular season, postseason, whatever. Uh, all you got to do is sign up. It's free. Uh, you can just watch if you want to, or you can join the live chat. And it's got this thing where if we want to open the stage and we want to talk during the game, 
you know, like like we're the commentators, we can do so. A little bubble pops up, and uh, it's really cool. I mean, if y'all haven't tried playback yet, y'all really need to. I mean, it's completely free, so it's not costing y'all anything to try it. Uh, but I really think y'all would like it if you do try it. So go check that out on my, my pinned tweet on my profile. Guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Saturday. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time.